Hello, welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Pokemon Podcast. I'm joined by Matt. How's it going, Matt? Going very well, thank you. And I'm joined by Tristan. How's it going, Tristan? Pretty good. Yourself? Uh, I'm doing right. I'm doing right. Uh, so the uh, the cool thing is we have a full crew, which is always nice. Um, and uh, we... I. We, I think essentially what, what we have to do is start this episode. It's going to be focused on the Orange Islands. Um, before we get into it, I guess the only thing that I want to kind of shout out, like logistically wise or announcement wise, is um, I, I got a confirmation that uh, Pokemon Arceus is on the way to my house. Uh, so our next episode will be on that. Uh, so those of you who you know listen to this episode, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna cover Arceus, but it'll probably be in a week or two, uh, depending how our schedules line up. So uh, look forward to that. And depending, like, I want to get a little bit through the game before yeah. <laughs> before we cover it. Uh, I think the one thing what we did with the Pokemon Di- Shining Diamond is we didn't play enough of it. I think before we no. we reviewed it. Yeah, so and I like think, Arceus only came yeah. out like two days ago. Yeah. Yeah, and and mine, you know, the way shipping in Canada is right now, uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see when it pops up. So the it's on. It's on the way. Busy right now. Oh, that wasn't a reference to the truckers, but uh, that was just a reference <laughs> to. You know, it literally wasn't. Uh, no, it was no, a I know. I just that that whole situation. Not to get political, but wow. No, no, no. We'll leave that situation where it is. But you can, you can, you can think what you want. Um, what I would say though is, I, I, I was getting some kombucha, okay, because I, I got on a kick of it like a month ago or whatever, and I ordered it from Amazon and just didn't show up. So there you go. Yeah, it sounds uh, like it. Um. So, so yeah, I'm just. I, I don't know when this will show up. This is a different company, though. This is a cannabis post. It's it's a different company. So, we'll 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 see that. if there's any difference. Um. Anyway, uh, Orange Islands, Matt, you came up with this idea, and after watching the episodes, I'm so glad you came up with the idea. And I'll explain that during the episode. I, Why'd you come up with this? Idea? I on yeah. I I will quickly say, and I won't get into it because I want to bring it up during the episode. But I'm really glad I. Uh, chose this my original thought was just this is a season of pokemon where they go to a place that isn't in the games so Mm -hmm. normally the anime and the games were very tied together so like whenever a new game comes out with a new region ash is going to go there he's going to add some relevant person from that region into his party and kick out someone. Um, kick out someone. <laughs> that, that's just what happens. Um, no, no, it is. It's just very funny. It's like, go away. <laughs> go away. We got the new model coming in. Um, like that, that Toy Story meme. It's like, I don't need you anymore. I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> and Orange Islands just isn't in the games. You never go, there, there's no game that is set in the Orange Islands. You never go to, I think it was Valencia Island, where you never see Professor Ivy or her uh, three assistants. Nothing. It's not in the games. Yeah, and I think that's a great point. So um, what I think I'll do here is I'll introduce which episodes we watched and we'll go episode by episode. Sure. Because um, I it's very fresh in my mind. I think... I, I really enjoyed this. So I part of my mind is like if we ever do episodes like this in the future, I think the best thing to do is watch it right before so it's fresh or or to take notes, which is also a possibility. I didn't take notes on this one. I think I have a fairly good grasp of the story structure yeah. um, of these episodes. Which this we'll is get still into. the first series of Pokemon uh, for those yeah. curious. Uh, specifically, it's the second season of the original series. So uh, it's still very classic 
old formulaic Pokemon. So, and and I love it because it's like well, our, the first episode that we're on is almost like the definition of classic, like like step by step, oh, which, which I'll get absolutely. into. But let me let me explain. So we the uh, the episodes we watched were episode twenty eight, twenty nine, and thirty um, of the second season of Pokemon. You if you want to watch them right and come back to this part right now. All right, you can you can pause, go watch them, and come back to this part. Um, the they're all found on pokemon.com you go pokemon.com uh you go to their i I don't know if it's like tv shows or video but at some point there's an encyclopedia like a video encyclopedia literally every episode of pokemon's there pretty much and all the like yep first and you can watch it all for free you don't need an account or anything like that um yeah which makes sense because it's like a four by three (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's still really nice i think more shows could do something like this for their really older content Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's weird that they yeah. don't, honestly. Yeah. Um, like, it's not, you know, keep in mind this show was made for old CRT uh, TVs, so uh, it's not high resolution. They've just basically put the old uh, uh, episodes online, but still, you've got the old episodes online. It's great. And I'm going to be honest, like, on my phone, I, I, maybe it's just the ratio that I have for my phone, but it was it was totally fine. Oh, yeah, per- like it did, perfect. It didn't, didn't bother me. Yeah, I think there's um, even an app. There is, yeah, you can get the Pokemon app and probably get it too. I I didn't bother through the app. I just went through the online website, even on my phone. But um, yeah. it was good. So um, I'm gonna just give her a heads up. Tristan is gonna be you, by the way. If you're just listening to this episode, Tristan's gonna give your perspective because he's hearing this. All right, um, <laughs> but he he hadn't watched the episode, so I think that'll be a nice, neat thing. So episode number, so episode twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty of season two, the first episode that we watched here. Um, what happens is uh, essentially the three the three heroes, right? Brock, Ash. Uh, I, I don't know why I started Brock, Misty. but sure. Uh, Misty. Um, no, no, Brock's the real MVP. It's true. That's true. That's true. Um, they're 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 kind of around somewhere. I didn't quite get where they were. Uh, uh, but so I can actually provide yeah. a bit of context. Yeah. Do you want to give it back context? So yeah. <laughs> this also gives context to why we're starting at episode twenty eight. Yes. Of the second season, which is called Adventures in Orange Islands um in sorry in the orange islands because episode, season 2 of the pokemon original series does not start with the orange islands they're actually mm. it actually just starts with a random episode about like princess day and then they're going to go uh to cinnabar <laughs> island to fight blaine and then they have the whole like indigo league um so this actually takes place just after uh the indigo league arc has concluded and Ash and, finishes 16th, right? Yeah, that, something that like fair? that. Okay. And Ash is back in Pallet Town when Professor Oak asks him to do him a favor. Specifically, a colleague of his, Professor Ivy, has found a strange Pokeball. And uh, Oak needs Ash to go to Ivy's lab on Valencia Island in the Orange Islands to retrieve the Pokeball so Oak can study it because Ivy's hit a bit of a dead end or something. It's not really clear at this point what's going on with it. Uh, they just need Ash to go pick it up and bring it back. You're you're given the the, the stereotypical Professor Oak has something for you to do and you go do it type thing. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, this episode starts off with them being like, "Oh, we need to get on the island," and then they're like, "the the fastest way is to go through an air uh, what is it called air blip." Yeah, because they're just like, how long is it going to take us to get there? And Ash is just like, I don't know. If we have to walk, probably a month. I don't know how Ash intended to walk to an island, but, you know. 
Sure. Um, and as they're saying this, uh, Brock is just like, well, it says here, if you take the blimp, it's only a day. And then like five <laughs> feet away, there's like guys raffling stuff, including an all expense trade blimp trip to the Orange yep, Islands. Yep. And yeah, Ash exactly. just wins the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, it's worth noting at this point, these two guys raffling stuff, surprisingly not Team Rocket. No, I think I think they were. Well, well I think it's kind of implied that they were given that this prize as like one of the several prizes by a company, right? Yeah, they they they, they were they were good. They're just normal people, you know, giving out raffle prizes. Yeah, but, this uh, isn't like a trap. This is important <laughs> to know. This isn't a trap going in. This is just complete random, insane chance. And this this completes uh, part one of. Um, of every poke so i'm I'm just gonna explain in this episode specifically i'm gonna like break down the typical pokemon episode from the series all right this ends part one is what is the goal for today's episode <laughs> which it gives you the goal they need to get to the island and how are they gonna do it they're gonna take the blip ride all right formulaic boom one yeah, two most, and then the po- second most part- pokemon episodes <laughs> tend to involve uh Ash, Misty, and Brock are walking down the road when they run into X, and then X becomes the crux of the episode. In this case, yeah, that's, that, yeah, that sums it up. <laughs> in, in this case, it's uh, people auctioning, uh, people raffling, sorry, uh, blimp tickets, and then they win blimp tickets and they go on a blimp. Meanwhile, we're talking about Team Rocket, but can I give two seconds? Sure. I just want to mention really quickly is that what I like about this kind of i know it's formulaic but i like that it's a specified goal usually appears early on in the episode and by the end of the episode it um it kind of gets resolved right so it's it's nice that there's at least an objective that it's very episodic but it's still serialized they're still accomplishing their larger goal which is especially these three episodes yeah i feel very much so these three episodes are great for just three episode arc to get you into the orange islands um so meanwhile the team, woods, rocket appears, yeah. team rocket <laughs> is talking with their boss uh giovanni who promotes them to the team rocket blimp division <laughs> this is why it's important to note it wasn't a trap earlier uh <laughs> team rocket just has a blimp division <laughs> for some reason and um he makes a big deal out of it, and they're all so proud. But then, as they like turn off the video feed, he's just like, "Ha! Huh, finally, I get rid of those losers to the blimp brigade." <laughs> Nobody. No. Do you do you remember what he says? He literally says, "It's like it's a good thing I have insurance on them." <laughs> <laughs> he's implying they're gonna die just just so he can make money, um, um, which is crazy. Uh, I want to ask. Maybe I can ask Tristan here, and then Matt, you can answer after as well. Um, did any of you have any of you remember seeing Giovanni in the episodes? Only a couple times. Yeah, I I never actually seen his face. Like I'm pretty sure he just remained a like a, a dark figure. I think he uh, showed up directly in a couple of the Mewtwo episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were like a couple episodes that were like because I know in the movie Mewtwo showed up as like the final boss of the Viridian yeah, yeah, City yeah. Gym. Yeah, yeah, but I think there were also a couple episodes that had the same, and I feel like Giovanni was in them proper. It- I guess the point was was just like a shadowy figure. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I literally never remember seeing him in the original show. And this is also where I had the realization that I think I've only ever watched like the first 50 episodes, like realistically, if I think about it, because I like maybe like one offs here and there. Right. 
but like my knowledge of Pokemon, like the the the, the episodes that I remember very much so is like uh what is it, Monkey? Uh what are they? Primate, right? The primate episode, like where they're yeah. they're doing like the 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 fighting. Um and I remember because I had on VHS, okay, uh the the uh the electricity gym like the the right shoe mm. the, the tail persists like yeah um those are like kind of you know the big episodes for me and then like here it went offs here and there i think i remember a little bit of like the second season um but but regardless i think this is where i made a realize i'm like there is so much like i think i've only watched about one percent of this series there is a lot of pokemon out there um yeah now something i had forgotten about from the original series but i kind of remember now uh, watching this is Jigglypuff is yes, the true villain. So constant. <laughs> yeah. Um so to qualify that statement, so they go so Ash and the crew go to take their blimp ride, and of course it's Team Rocket's blimp, and it's horribly maintained, like the thing's super run down basically falling apart a couple workers are just like i heard a gang of ghosts are living there you couldn't pay me a million bucks to ride on that thing and then team rocket shows up and shoes ash and crew onto the blimp because they're just like haha now we can get pikachu and of course team ash rocket and crew has do not recognize team rocket yeah, yeah yeah team rocket has the um uh what's it called uh a series of fortune events ability to, <laughs> to, to not be recognized as a character. It's um, yeah. but surprisingly, there is no gang of ghosts on this blimp. It's all Jigglypuff. <laughs> not only is it all Jigglypuff, it's like I think that million dollars. I wouldn't go on that thing just because I'd die. Like that's what I'd be more worried about yeah. than any ghosts. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, they're you know they get they get ash and the crew on they don't take off the blimp jigglypuff does it by accident slapstick comedy (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah so there's a jigglypuff just sees like a microphone everything and thinks the like lever to get the blimp off the thing is the microphone and then grabs it and then that's how they lift off so there you go yeah so um they're drifting through the air. No one's driving this blimp. The fact that n- nobody dies in this episode is like, is absolutely incredible. <laughs> um, Ash and the crew kind of very quickly realize that like the service here kind of sucks, <laughs> especially when Ash nearly dies plummeting out of a hole in the blimp. <laughs> um, but uh, and Meowth is shown to be an awful cook who can't even heat soup. <laughs> um, and it's around this time that Team Rocket realizes that nobody's flying the blimp. And <laughs> <laughs> then they try to fly the blimp and they're like trying to balance it and they're doing a terrible job. Um, this causes Togepi to uh, Misty's Togepi for those who don't remember. Um, she basically treated it like a child. Um, just wandered off. So Ash and the crew go to try to find it. They get scared by Jigglypuff, who has gotten a sheet around itself, so it looks like a ghost, despite this being a world where people know <laughs> what ghosts look like, and none of them look like a sheet yet. <laughs> Shuppet doesn't exist yet. Uh, <laughs> They, they see a Jigglypuff with a white sheet on it, and they're just like, that's a ghost. <laughs> Freak out. Um, and 
Team Rocket tries to steal Pikachu. Pikachu can't use his lightning because they're on a blimp. Blimp. And apparently this blimp is using hydrogen because they repeatedly (laughs) talk about how it's going to explode if you electrocute. So, um, yeah, let's not mention that they're literally in a thunderstorm at this point. Yeah, well. they're in a thunderstorm <laughs> as well because Team Rocket cannot fly a blimp to save their lives. <laughs> <laughs> literally to save their lives. And uh, Togepi is, of course, like walking on some like beam, beam up, up high. suspended in the air. <laughs> I, I appreciate the, that Togepi's entire contribution to the plot is just making every episode Baby's Day Out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and uh, Meowth tries to like, sneak attack uh, by, by also walking on a beam and nearly falls to his death. And then Jigglypuff shows up and puts Team Rocket Sings. to sleep. And um, they fall off because of it. They yeah. fall off. <laughs> Ash and the team then use their Pokemon to try to balance the blimp and try to land it. And they land on Valencia Island <laughs> because nobody was driving this blimp. Nailed it. And it landed <laughs> exactly where they needed it to. Absolutely um, nailed it. No notes. Perfect. Y- yeah. Perfect. Um, okay. So real quick, just to like recap, clear, clear, clear uh, where they have to get that particular episode. Uh, then Team Rocket obviously has to pretend to be something try to steal pikachu at some point uh and then they you know get rid of uh team rocket and then they also happen to overcome whatever the obstacle was in this case honestly honestly minor correction mm -hmm. they tend not to deal with team rocket team rocket you think so often just tends to be like taken out by like (laughs) themselves or jigglypuff just shows up and maybe like, that's why maybe that's why this episode actually felt very nostalgic because I think at the very early episodes you see them battle Team Rocket a lot more and in this episode they actually do I like I remember there's a moment where Geodude fights like Geodude makes a bigger hole when he's fighting yeah against, Geodude is uh, just Weezing. like freaking so, uh, RKOing uh, freaking coughing <laughs> yeah yeah so so, so um, it's it's the, I think the fact that like they actually did battle to me actually. I don't know if it was the surprise, but that's why it felt almost like more like yeah, this was the original it, tension. You just beat up the bad guys every week, right? Yeah, it wasn't just yeah. Pikachu uses Thunderbolt, everyone gets electrocuted, and we move on with the plot. Like, there yeah. was some, like, actual Pokemon battle. We used to be a proper country. <laughs> um, um, I mean, you could say we live in a Pokemon world. <laughs> uh, that's a joke that's for a good, Robert good for now. Later, yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, I'm, I'm, no. Fool, I'm older than you. I know this. <laughs> it's a joke for me, too. Don't kid yourself. No, 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 no. The reason we're saying later is because this first episode, the intro was the original Pokemon intro. The second episode, too. Oh, the no, second yeah. episode. It, it but very suddenly episode, and jarringly just flips. Yeah. <laughs> the to the worst song. <laughs> You're yeah. wrong. No, I'm leaving. I don't this think it's podcast. the worst song. I agree. I think we no, just I didn't say the worst. I said the worst. Oh, I think it's oh, okay, the worst. Okay, okay. And I was like, <laughs> we, you know, that's what we thought. You're no, like, no, no, you're no, sorry. Okay. no, no, no. <laughs> you just can't compete with I want to be the very best. That's true. That's true. Like, that's, true. that's just that's just the pinnacle. Um, it's, it's always weird when anime like gets a new opening because it, it's such a mixed bag. Because you, especially when it's like mid season, and you're like, this is going to be great, or I'm going to hate it for the next like month. Yeah, I'm like, be honest, oh, okay. It, it, 
I have a realization about episode episode two that we'll talk about later. But what I want to ask Matt here is how'd you feel like kind of watching this episode once you were done with very, it? Very, very nostalgic, as you kind of pointed out, because this is a very classic Pokemon episode. You have the original gang, you know, you're dealing with Team Rocket mainly. There's a lot of hijinks. Um, a good amount of plot happens. There's progression. Um and uh completely unbelievable things like a like the unpiloted blimp just drifts exactly <laughs> to where they need to go <laughs> yeah i i had a realization i think i had the same nostalgia factor i've also realized that i really enjoy this show so much so that i actually end up watching a fourth episode but i can't just watch the show does that make sense mm. like i i think it is the perfect like leave on your tv while doing something Oh yeah, like I think I think that is where I'm at. I watched it like intently because I was because we're doing a show on it. Yeah, (laughs) but like you can leave it running. You can just listen to the audio because everyone says what they're doing. Um, (laughs) Um, so so yeah, that's what I kind of figured. It's like I really enjoy this, but this can't be my sole focus. I think I need something else, and I could I could watch hundreds of these episodes if it's yeah. I I think it really speaks to the era of TV because this is not. From a time when everyone had like 50 inch plasma TVs. This is, um, you know, someone has a crappy old CRT monitor, not monitor, but a television that they're uh, playing in their kitchen while they're cook while they're cooking for to keep the kids occupied or something like that. You don't have to directly look at it. Um, the picture's not doing anything really remarkable, but the animation's still pretty good yeah uh, no if, it's if definitely solid it. for its time yeah i i just th- i think what i what i mean by that more than anything is there is no steak you know what i mean yeah and i don't mean the food i mean there's like the, the steaks are are are, are all kind of arbitrary and it's very saturday morning cartoon which you know made this feel nice oh it's I, super I saturday, saturday morning. morning cartoon um so so it's like I, I couldn't, you know, with, with some like longer form anime shows, I can get really invested and like watch it very intently the whole time. This is not the case with this one, right? I enjoy it, but I'm not like, ooh, I need to know everything this that happens. This is like next. the anime <laughs> equivalent of popcorn. Yes, yes, exactly so. And you can definitely take breaks, but it's it's nice that it has that formula. And it's nice, at least with these episodes, I'm like, wow, this is more plot than I've seen in, <laughs> in forever. And I think maybe we can get into episode two here, which is really the end. It's a episode, season finale episode. <laughs> yeah, episode two is very interesting for 29. multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. And watching it made me really glad I picked this as our like topic of conversation. I can't believe you chose this because I'm like, oh, I've never seen this episode. And this episode has so much like stuff. This is it is it is like unearthing an old journal and (laughs) realizing it was predicting the future. It made me not hate hate Tracy. (laughs) So I want to Tracy. No, 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 no. no. Tra- Tracy's no, episode three. We're not at Tracy Let, yet. No, Tracy's episode three. However, I never knew what happened to Brock. Is yeah, my oh, point. okay, that's fair. And this episode explains what happened to Brock. And so, now, so for people yeah, who I'm, don't know the Orange Islands, um, mm-hmm. unlike in the next season where Misty leaves and it's Ash Brock and the new people, um, in this season, Brock leaves 
Misty stays with Ash, and another person, Tracy, joins the team. We'll get more into that in episode three and at the can, end of this can, episode. But, can you tell me how Brock comes back? Uh, yes, I actually did look it up, um, but we'll get we'll get to that. Well, tell me, okay, okay. Um, so I want to actually correct myself from the start of start of all this when I said we haven't had an Orange Islands game. We have. It's sun and moon. It is. 100%. This is the DNA at the core of sun and moon. Somebody Everything is watched so sun and the Orange yeah. Islands episodes and said, I want to make a game about this. And they made sun and moon. 100%. Because so in this episode, they're on Valencia Island and they go to meet Professor Ivy. Professor Ivy, one, is the first female uh, Pokemon professor. We would not yes. get this again until Sword and Shield, I don't think. Pretty sure they were all guys up till then. There you may mean, be... I think there's the one... Anime, of, or do you mean in... Uh, in the games. Pretty sure they were all men until... Uh, no, Sword Professor Juniper was a woman, right? Oh, Juniper. How did I forget yeah. about Juniper? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you're right. We don't really see... Until, yeah. Um... Mm-hmm. But we have a Pokemon professor who nominally wears a lab coat over their swim gear. <laughs> um, they are conventionally attractive. <laughs> they Whoa, don't blast <laughs> Professor Oak like that. That man's a silver fox. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they're con- they're very conventionally attractive, and they live on an island paradise where Pokemon have different forms and appearances to their Kanto relatives because of the different environments. Like it's just the core of sun and moon. They have a different Pokemon league with a different name and style. Like it's, it's everything. No, I, I watched this and I thought exactly the same thing. I saw the Pokemon that were different. I'm like, oh, this happened in the original anime. Like, I think that's kind of wild, right? If you think about it that way. Yeah. Um, where they're like, and I think would I think they make mention that Ivy Professor Ivy brought the Pokemon there. Um, and so to and then they like changed it over time to just the climate or something like that. Yeah. Well, like I these are Pokemon because of the diff- because of the different environment developed differently, exactly like um, the regional oh, variants that yeah. Sun and Moon introduced. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is like I want to say this is 1998 or something like that. <laughs> yeah. No, 1999. But, yeah. Um. So this is 1999, and Sun and Moon came out. 2014 maybe earlier 2012 2016 2016 this is 17 years before pokemon sun and moon and we have regional variants in pokemon lore Um, i mean it it was great it was great okay let's continue let's let's explain that so explain (laughs) the episode so uh the pokemon team has just landed their crash well they crashed their broken blimp in the airfield of valencia island and they make their way 
to uh, the Pokemon Lab, where they first meet uh, Ivy's three assistants. I forget what their names are. They're not terribly important. They're like three identical twin girls. And they never explain where they're from or who their family is. Yeah, no. They (laughs) they basically just exist as props for Professor Ivy. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um. And they're like, yeah, so we're here to see the Pokemon professor. And they're like, and they're like, oh, she's uh, down to the bay with the Pokemon. And you go down to, they go down to the bay and uh, a Gyarados just erupts out of the water. And everyone like freaks out because it's a Gyarados. And then like um, the most attractive Pokemon professor <laughs> just like also leaps out of the water and just like, good job, Gyarados. And people are like, Oh wow, she's trading that Gyarados really well. And Brock is Brock's in love at this point. You know, you know, like Brock, Brock's, Brock's is, whole so, thing it's so is funny because like being it's, attracted he, to every woman, but like, yeah. Um, he well, he we'll straight up says, episode, "I wish I could love. be trained like that Gyarados." <laughs> <laughs> Brock, Brock was before the Me Too era. He, oh, Brock would to, not do well in the Me Too era. He had to tone yeah. it down. <laughs> um no we'll, we'll we'll get into what happens to Brock. Uh <laughs> and uh so they start hanging out with Professor Ivy who on seeing them jumps out of the water as one of her assistants like football throws a lab coat at her. She like puts <laughs> it on mid-air and like lands perfect on her feet where like the lab coat basically just kind of draped over her shoulders as she's wearing a one piece swimming suit. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I wish I had that much swag, honestly. (laughs) Can I just say really quickly, the only thing I didn't like is the performance, like the voice acting performance. Yes. Her her, her voice actress (laughs) wasn't the best. The the voice actress was not interested in the role. That's what I felt. (laughs) She was good, but she was like, she just didn't sound enthusiastic. Her her assistants were pretty good. I liked, I liked the very kind of like nasally voice they had. Mm hmm. Um, they felt like they felt like uh you know uh what's it called uh comic relief yeah like good comic relief yeah 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 so ivy kind of shows them around explains about the regional variants um and brock demonstrates that like uh he because brock's whole thing is he wants to be a pokemon breeder um he demonstrates how like he can assist because he knows uh that butterfree really for example butterfree really like sweet food because they're trying to like oh, yeah, yeah food taste yeah, yeah they're trying mm-hmm. to feed pokemon like uh highly nutritious food to help like rehabilitate them very and very some- briefly while we're on the topic did you hear butterfree came back huh like like this week ash's butterfree came back up in the anime what wow. okay sorry sorry that's old lore you just said butterfree and i was like all right i saw that um but yeah, they're trying to re- rehabilitate these Pokemon, and Brock demonstrates, you know, it's not just nutritious food. The Pokemon have to also, like, like the taste, and he knows from trial and error a lot of Pokemon's tastes. And he also demonstrates that, like, he is the perfect house husband, um, because he does all the dishes, uh, vacuums the floor, and makes a three-course dinner at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> So, 
uh, they're all very impressed by Brock, and they introduce the MacGuffin of the season, the GS ball, which is the mysterious Pokeball. <laughs> the thing they need to get back to Professor Oak. The, yeah, the uh, thing they need to get back to Professor Oak. And uh, for whatever reason, they can't uh, use like the Pokeball transportation network. It just doesn't work on this thing. They've tried hacksaws, crowbars, uh uh angle grinders lasers drills hammers they cannot open this ball either um Mm -hmm. so they need professor oak to study it and ash is just like yeah sure i'll i'll take it to professor oak and as they're preparing to leave brock is just like i choose to stay (laughs) this ship needs a captain (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that is literally what he says he says this apparently ship. it needs it needs housewife brock that's actually yeah. what, what was implied here honestly what ship doesn't need housewife brock <laughs> yeah seriously um but yeah you know he chooses to stay and ash and misty are a little like sad because you know good friend but they head on their way to go back to pallet town and they're like, oh, man, we have the blimp tickets for the return trip, but the blimp crashed. But Ash's, Ash's takeaway was the food was terrible. Not that it was run by <laughs> Team Rocket. Sorry, the food was terrible. They didn't even show a movie. Not that it was run by Team Rocket and it crashed. That was Ash's big problem with it. <laughs> so naturally, Team Rocket has been fixing the blimp this entire time. <laughs> and... um. So Ash just immediately gets on the new blimp. <laughs> um, because Ash, much like learning type advantage, does not learn his uh, uh, lessons. No. And uh, they very quickly get captured. And props to Team Rocket. They actually had Ash here. Like, what they had him dead to rights. They had... Him and Misty and Pikachu in an iron cage in a hydrogen balloon. So (laughs) Pikachu could not thunderbolt them without blowing them all (laughs) up. And they're just like, hand over Pikachu. And it seems like Ash has no choice. When Jigglypuff just comes out of freaking nowhere, (laughs) puts everyone to sleep, and Team Rocket like falls out the airlock. Like, Team Rocket, even, like, as they're falling asleep, they're just like, we gotta put on the parachutes. Uh, we really could have won this time. And then they'll fall out the airlock and plummet into the sky. <laughs> Welcome to to uh, Jigglypuff is just chaotic neutral. Jigglypuff is, yeah. Uh, um, can I just say, uh, as well as, like, I think this is, like, one of the only times, because Brock was no longer there, they made, like, a romance reference between Misty and Ash. Yeah, they did. Um, and both of them blushed. So, uh, so there you go. Yeah, that's confirmed. An, yeah, that, that's anime language for confirmed. Um, it's it's not anime language. It's Pokemon specifically. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so naturally, the blimp that nobody is flying lands directly onto another island in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> And Ash and Misty are completely unharmed despite sleeping through the whole thing. 
Look, it's just fast travel. Don't worry about it. Now, and that kind of concludes the second episode. Well, technically, that's the start of the third one. The second one just concludes with them being like, Ash and Misty are asleep. Where's this balloon going? Tune in next week. Um, But we might as well just say, yeah, they just crash on another island. They're perfectly fine. Um, Now, before we get to the third episode, you did want to know what happens with Brock, right? Okay, I, I do want to know, so you can tell me that in a second. I also want to confirm that Butterfree has not actually yet appeared in the anime. Uh, Butterfree appeared in the opening, but has not mm. appeared in any of the episodes. So there you go. Very interesting. Uh, so yeah, so what happens to Brock? Brock comes back, and he is apparently traumatized. And refuses to explain what happened with him and Professor Ivy. Oh. Okay, so so I was going to say the reason that this made me like Tracy more is because it feels like they just completed Brock's story. Like they just closed that book. It's like, oh, yeah, he, he, you know, practiced becoming a Pokemon breeder and he probably gets with Professor Ivy. And then that's that, you know, I I thought they like, you know, cleaned it up nicely um, and way to ruin that for me. now. (laughs) And then they probably broke up in a terrible way. Um. Yeah. He he apparently like absolutely refuses to say what happened. And it's never he's, explained. Yeah, he's traumatized. Speaking of never explained, do you want to know what's in the GS ball? Never explained. It is never opened. I think it was supposed to be Celebi, right? It was supposed to be Celebi. Yeah. It, it was supposed to be Celebi, and then the they wanted to put Celebi into one of the movies. So they couldn't be Celebi anymore. So they literally wrote the plot to give the ball to Kurt in Johto. Okay. And then they just hoped people would forget about it. Well, in this kind of show, you would forget about it. Yeah. It's it's, it's it's tough because it's MacGuffin, though. So, Uh, (laughs) yeah. I mean, you wouldn't watch them in order. Like, that's the reality, too, right? The whole crux of this entire season is never explained. Well, the crux of the entire season is just an uh, excuse for Ash to take on new challenges. <laughs> yeah, as we'll get into in the third episode. Yeah, I think we can maybe jump right in. So, in the third episode, Ash and Misty are kind of wandering around in the wilderness because they're just like, we're trapped on a desert island. We're going to have to eat bugs and berries forever. And then, like, a bunch of old tourists walk by and, like, take pictures of Pikachu and uh, Togepi and walk by. It turns out they're in, like, a Pokemon theme park. It's like Jurassic <laughs> Park, but for Pokemon. No, actually, actually, where they are is they 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 found the um, yeah, uh, the retirement like you know place in Florida. We're just like, oh yeah, <laughs> the snowbirds fly too. <laughs> it's Jurassic Park, but for like old people. It's and like no, it's it's like it's like those islands that you know essentially just if you're rich enough, you know, you go to and you're just they just chill there and they're tourists kind of, but not. Yeah, <laughs> I think the Pokemon universe has snowbirds. Probably. I mean, yeah, we literally just yes, saw them. Yes, we episode. just confirmed it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if we were like taking that hard a stance on it. I was just like, hmm. Well, maybe uh, not the snowbirds because those people are probably just just random retired people that that saved up some money and then just they're on that trip. They're on that like two week Mexico trip. Actually, that's probably the more the closer equivalent here. Okay, I, I mentioned I, I I mentioned to you guys before this episode started. I did watch the first three episodes of this season before I recommended these three episodes because I didn't yeah. realize we weren't at the Orange Islands. Um, mm-hmm. 
Cinnabar Island is gentrified in the Pokemon anime. <laughs> <laughs> like, kind of makes me less sad that it blew up. It, it, it's not even blown up in the anime. It's, Blaine is sad because, like, tourists moved in and, like, everything's been, like, built over with, like, tourist traps. Like, is, the, po- is the Blaine, Pokemon lab is, is Blaine like, like a Spider Man villain then? And he just set off the volcano because he I was mean, tired of it? He, he's kind of like a he's kind of like a Batman villain because he just goes around telling the protagonist, like, riddles. <laughs> he, uh, he runs like a riddle in. Um, huh. In order to find his gym, they have to solve a Like, Ash gets real tired of trying to solve riddles, but Misty gets every single one instantly. You know what? As he should. I'm tired of riddles too. <laughs> Like Blaine's going around in like a disguise. Anyway, that's that's off topic. But like something that's not a riddle is <laughs> um, the rest of this episode. So in this episode, they exit like the Pokemon theme park because they're just like, okay, I guess we'll just wander civilization uh, aimlessly until the plot happens. So they're walking along a road when suddenly in front of them they see uh, <laughs> a group of Japanese street punks. Beating up a Lapras. There you go. It is also the Lapras episode. <laughs> yes. And specifically these street toughs who are like, like one of them even has like a pompadour. Um, <laughs> just like start like threatening Ash when Ash is just like, hey, stop hitting that Lapras with sticks. Uh, and they're so funny. Their voices were ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was like, I don't even know what accent they were going for. <laughs> They were just I don't know if going the guy sounded it. angry or high. That was kind of the, the mix. It's like a, someone who smoked weed but also had anger management problems. And like they're talking about how like they're they're preparing their Lapras to go fight. I think it's like the Orange Crew. Yeah, the Orange Crew. That is the gym leaders. Yeah, the, the gym leaders in the Orange Islands are the Orange Crew. Uh, and oh God, they. They like square up for a Pokemon battle and like, you know, it's about to go down and Ash is just like, Pikachu, use thunder shot. And then like th- some guy just called up to the sidelines, just like, wait, stop. And like, this is when we meet Tracy who just walks up and starts like taking measurements of everyone's Pokemon and like taking sketches. And like, he disses all the street tough Pokemon because they're, he's just like, this one doesn't work out enough. This one, it's um, its color is a bit too pale. Have you been giving it enough vitamins? Uh, <laughs> and he like essentially looks, what he's really saying, like he doesn't say it, but what he's really saying is, uh, you guys are abusive, all right, and that's why your Pokemon suck. <laughs> that's, that's what Tracy's saying. <laughs> yeah, and then he like walks up to Pikachu and he's just like, "Now this is a great Pikachu. It's, <laughs> it's coat sparkles." Look at the well-developed electricity glance. Can you give me a thundershock, little guy? And like takes out electrical probes. And the Tracy street to Tataru before Tataru. The street cops <laughs> are like, I we can't be ignored. Attack! And Pikachu gives Tracy a thundershock. <laughs> And just like AOE destroys the street toughs, their Pokemon, and Tracy. Uh, <laughs> And uh, Tracy, like, immediately, though, like, bounces back and, like, is immediately, like, taking care of the Lapras, who's, like, uh, heavily injured after being hit with sticks uh, for God knows how long. And 
they uh, take it back to the Pokemon Center. Uh, it refuses to take a potion from Ash. Um, it like shies away from touch. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that Lapras, Lapras is not only like heavily abused from the street toughs and like scared of human touch. It's also a baby. Uh, like it's a baby Lapras who was separated. There's, there's from way the more earth. depth than you would feel in this random episode of Pokemon. Oh, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, to this one Lapras. Yeah. This this is like straight up. This is free Willy, by the way. This episode this is, is just free Willy. Uh, <laughs> because um, the Pokemon Center on this island is like on, on the top of a freaking mountain. Uh, a wave uh, looming over the town. And uh, they have a little water spring where the Lapras is. Uh, it's, a, it's basically like a little pool. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're planning to take the Lapras back to the water so it can go back to its family. When um, and they're going to put of it course. in a truck to get it there because again, this is just Free Willy. When Team Rocket arrives, because <laughs> you can't you can't have an episode without Team Rocket. It's no, not, you can't. Even, they're not even the main bad guys this episode, but they have to appear. <laughs> they just show up, see a Lapras, and they're just like, "It's free Pokemon estate." <laughs> <laughs> and they steal the truck and the Lapras and start driving away laughing maniacally at at their evil deeds as um Tracy and Misty like take up bicycles and like uh Ash as well and start pedaling after them. They're able to keep up with this truck uh going downhill and uh Ash like jumps into the truck and starts fighting Team Rocket like hand to hand with Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu's just kind of sitting should. there. As he should. <laughs> and like in the scuffle, uh the they they have the Lapras in like a little trailer behind the main truck because it's like a Japanese pickup truck, not a American one. And uh this decouples it so it kind of like knocks them about a bit. Pikachu electrocutes them all, but Ash is basically immune to Thundershock at this point. Uh <laughs> so Jesse and James and Meowth are taken care of and Ash rides the uh, carriage with Lapras and they land in the water and Misty and Misty and Tracy, I almost said Brock, Misty and Tracy are like, oh no, Ash is dead. (laughs) 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 He landed in the water with a, with a water Pokemon. (laughs) Can I just, can I just mind you? Okay. Like literally two episodes ago, uh, they have crashed two Team blimps. Rocket. Not only have they crashed two blimps, but Team Rocket fell out of the blimp in a thunderstorm and landed perfectly and like per- appeared perfectly safe here. It is, it is <laughs> incredible that the stakes really only seem to exist when it's like a, someone you care about and they're like, Team Rocket? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Did they um, plummet to their deaths? We may never know. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, Giovanni actually just has three clones that keep reappearing and they just keep Well, dying. that's what the insurance is for. <laughs> That's what the insurance is for. The insurance coming back. Um, and of course, Ash like befriends the Lapras and sails back, and the Lapras is now like best friends with Ash. Um, and they all get on the Lapras and go sailing off for new adventures. Uh, because Ash has decided he's going to fight the Orange Crew, and Professor Oak is just like, well, I asked you to do a specific favor for me, but 
I guess you can go and do an entire Pokemon League. That's not that's not too much for you to ask. <laughs> well, because I mean, here's the thing: the reality is whether he gets the Pokeball now or later, uh, he's not going to be able to open it because I mean, he's preoccupied with other stuff anyway. So yeah. he's like, okay, well, if you get it to me in like a month or two, it's like, it's I'm not going anywhere. I'm still, you know, doing whatever. Um, but yeah, no, this was a fun episode and. Tracy's an interesting character. He's different from Brock. Like, he fits the Brock role. Mold. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just less perverted. That's, yeah, like, that's, he's he's the taller, more knowledgeable about Pokemon um, person. person with some oddball tendencies. Yeah, I think I think I think Tracy's fine. I think Tracy's fine. Um, I want to quickly mention here as well is like I think the cool thing about Tracy is like immediately he's like such a fan of Professor Oak, right? Oh yeah. Um, and and so it it's 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 a cool little dynamic that I saw in this episode, and I watched the next episode as well, which you see more in the next episode. But um, where where essentially it's like to them like Professor Oak is just like this person in their town, right? But then outside of the town, like he's actually pretty famous. In yeah, there, there's a yeah. couple moments like that because when Oak is talking with I in the second episode they start mm-hmm. talking about like literary theses they've written they're like mm-hmm. oh yes i remember your uh uh paper on pan anthro pokemon relations in the burgeoning uh, urban world i like uh, how i just threw that in there yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and it's just like yeah no these whoever wrote this episode has actually had two academics talk to each other <laughs> <laughs> um okay so i think what i'd like to say is i you i don't know if this is by coincidence but you chose some great episodes because i think we got the first episode is like a typical episode the second episode is like the end of the season and the and then the next the, the last episode we watch is the beginning of the new season. like you know what i mean you, you chose two very kind of important to the overall story of like where it's heading yeah uh, episodes like i was I, the one thing i was wondering it's like if we chose different episodes, like, could they feel like, imagine if we were in the middle of a season, you know what I mean? We might've like hit episodes that like are all just like, Oh, they're walking down the road to the city, you know, like which, which happens to Pokemon. sometimes. Oh, no, like, I, yeah, no, the first three episodes I watched, um, the first three episodes of the season are, uh, there's a princess day thing. And, uh, Jesse and Misty get into a Pokemon battle, which note, Misty recognizes type advantage, which is very impressive. Show going forward, for this show going forward. Yeah. Um, Wait, you mean I, Pikachu can't just use a thunder attack on an Onix over and over? No, she mostly does win through Pikachu at first because uh, when she goes up in the final against Jesse, she has four Pokemon. And she just sends out Pikachu, and Pikachu just wipes the floor with Jesse's three Pokemon. And then, oh. like, Jesse had just oh. caught a Lickitung that episode, and Lickitung licks everything. This was Indigo League? This is this is all Indigo. This is, this is like the... This is before Cinnabar Island. This is the start of... Uh, Wait, Misty wins? Sorry, I, like, I, I literally have Yeah, Misty won against um, Jesse in the Princess Day um, competition. Oh, in the Princess... Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um... Wow. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, I guess my point was I, I thought you chose a great three episodes. I enjoyed watching them back. Once again, I don't know if I I could intently watch a lot of these episodes, but on the background, I could I could keep watching these. That's kind of how I felt oh, at yeah. the end of it. Um, Tristan, kind of from what you're hearing, 
do you do you remember watching any of these episodes? And, I remember it a little bit, yeah. Because mm-hmm, I had I had no recollection of these episodes. I I I think when you mentioned the Orange Islands, I actually think I went and watched like the first ten minutes of the episode after the episodes we just watched, because um, that one felt more familiar to me. But I had no recollection of any of these other episodes, <laughs> so that was cool to me to, to see new new episodes, kind of still in the familiar format. I was just really blown away by the fact that like I saw elements in this and I'm just like, that's just sun and moon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that, that second episode is big for that, for that game. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think, I think this is really cool. I don't know if this will be uh, like, well, I know, I know for our next like plan for next little bit, we, we won't have uh, episodes uh, when it comes to the TV show. However, this is something I, I, I would like to revisit. Um, and potentially I'm, I'm, I'm just cause, cause I, we just watched it now potentially make it something where we watch, we watch it along together. Um, and then like immediately record a show right after something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think that would be really cool. Maybe not even three episodes. Um, but yeah, those are all just future plans. Kind yeah. Of, kind of no, at some podcast. point I'd so, like to, I'd like to go back and see a couple episodes of advanced battle because that, that was one of the best theme songs. No, yeah, for no, sure. Yeah. That one was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I think I think this is a, a good kind of ending point for kind of our review episodes of of the Indigo Island. I I want to mention one thing. This can be like our last discussion here, right? I did watch the episode that followed, and then the episode that followed the three episodes we watched here. Uh, so this is episode thirty one. Um, the the actual like battle instead of like a normal gym battle, they had to like shoot stuff accurately and like swim on their Pokemon and stuff. Um, oh my God, it's the and, island challenge. Yeah, it is the <laughs> island challenge. However. I think beyond it just being the island challenge, I mean, I wish like Pokemon would experiment with that where it like you could have mini games that were actually to get the badge. Like your Pokemon have to win this mini game. Yeah. Instead yeah. of it always just being like a battle. That. Yeah. So this really is <laughs> well, just like the prototypical sun and moon. But I want to go even further. Like I want you to, you know, no Pokemon battles for certain uh, badges just to like switch it up. Cause yeah. I, I think, I think like we ha- I think the big Pokemon challenge at the end is always the leaf for right? Like that's always like the thing that you're building up towards and that's where you, you have the most difficult. So it'd be nice, especially if there's eight of them for maybe even half of them to be like, you know, you have to learn this mini game and get really good at it. And then once you beat it, that's it, like when you get the badge and it's like, it might, it might be a racing game. It might be like, you know, hitting, hitting targets with your Squirtle or something, you know, <laughs> but whatever it is, I think I think it'd be cool if if they kind of developed that a little more in the games. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. No, for sure. Okay, uh, I think I think we can end the episode here. Um, look forward to our next episode, which will be on Pokemon Arceus. Um, so I hope you enjoy that. Uh, we should release it kind of in a week or two, depending on how far I've gotten in the game. I would guess probably, you know, yeah, yeah. I we're, we're doing two episodes a month, so we have I, at some point in February we'll have that episode. And then I think we're going to actually get to Fire Red. So um, those are kind of the, are the two scheduled episodes for February. So look forward to that, um, kind of depending when we meet. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Matt and Tristan. Matt, thank you for the amazing recap that you did here. Yep. Uh, My pleasure. It, it's great. Great summary. Um, uh, more prepared uh, than I expect. Not that, not that I didn't expect you to be prepared, Matt. But I love when I go into these episodes and Matt's like, yeah, no, I got you. I got the whole I got, <laughs> I know exactly what happened the whole thing uh tristan thank you for for being the uh, the color uh some yeah, great jokes we got in here this episode um what was the i, I i'm sure when we, when we look back uh, or listen back there'll be some good ones and uh yeah we'll see you next time i hope you enjoyed it have a great couple of weeks and 
Bye-bye. See you. See you.